You know, growing up, I've always loved like Skittles. They have been like the iconic treat whenever it comes to like anything. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. I actually purchased a gigantic bag of Skittles the other day just because I figured, you know what? A gigantic bag of Skittles would be the best thing for me to have at my house like all of the time. But Skittles has just rolled out a brand new, um, I guess you could say feature when it comes to the Easter season. When you find snacks, when you find the Easter eggs, I feel like Skittles are like the priority number one, right? Yes. Skittles oh, are the number one. Candy. Yeah. I mean, always. It's not even close. No. It's not even close. So Skittles has rolled out like camo packs of Skittles. So it makes Easter hunting, Easter egg hunting even harder. But they're not just doing like your normal tree bark camo. I'm listening. They're including tile, like in the kitchen. So like if you're like ditching them in the kitchen, you can do tile once. You can do uh, snow because it's Utah and that happens. You could also do, I think there was grass in there. There's like a whole big mix of different options of camo Skittles, which is great because it means hiding in plain sight, question mark. I guess, but at the end of the day, if I'm if there's a bag of Skittles that's not found and not accounted for, I'm going to be really unhappy. I'm going to be really unhappy because Skittles is my number one candy. Like I know. From, from birth to death, it will be my number one candy. And if there's some that aren't found, I'm going to be really upset about it. I feel the same way. You know, I feel like that just means you have to be the one that's in charge of hiding them, though. Make a note. Just go along. Yeah. Write it down along the way. Be like, which ones were found? <laughs> We've got one in the kitchen. We've got one in the bedroom. We've got one over here in the tree. <laughs> I think that's that's the only option, though. You know, when I was uh, in college, my mom invited me and my brother over for Easter at my aunt's house, and they hit a bunch of candy and hit a bunch of eggs that had like a couple bucks in them. And they're like, all right, let's do the Easter egg hunt. And I'm like, okay. So then me and my brother, who at the time were like 22 and 18, participated and found most of the stuff. And we shared with my sisters. And then my mom told us afterwards, like, yeah, you guys weren't supposed to do that. I was like, you didn't tell us. You said, all right, let's all go do these Easter egg hunt. And then you said there was money and candy, and that's all she wrote. I wasn't going to hear anything else. Look, man, money and candy at any age should be, like, <laughs> priority number one, okay? I don't care what kind of, like, candy it is. Matter of fact, I don't care what kind of money it is. I made a couple bucks that day. I was like, it's too late. You already said that. You can make somebody else's money. I love that so much. AJ McCall on VFX. As it gets chilly, you might want to put something on, warm up your hands. Yeah. And the question is, what is best? Gloves, mittens. Gloves. Or I suppose possibly smittens. No, gloves. See, I would agree with that, but I found out that apparently mittens are the warmer of the two options. I mean, that makes sense because they're like all rounded and so your fingers get to like keep each other company, but they're not really like, you know, all that great for like using. I agree. There's a reason that when people like need to be restrained and they have to do so, they put like oven mitts or right. other things on it so they have no right. control because you have no dexterity. It's like why they put mittens on babies so they don't scratch their faces exactly i mean gloves trying to put gloves on babies could you imagine that absolutely not no no thank you frankly, that would be flaily and scratchy i agree frankly anything that has mittens on i think you should just assume right off the bat no matter what age what person it is dangerous. is a safety concern yeah totally dangerous absolutely a safety concern 100 percent. can i also tell you i mentioned smittens i don't get the concept of smittens it's not totally true i get the concept of smittens but it, to me it defeats the point like I, you put them on when you're warm, right? And then you mm-hmm. flip them off and you have your fingers, but they're not covered. And so maybe some of them are, but like just 
just be just be gloves or mittens. Don't be both. You just know, be I, one of them. I used to have. I may still have a pair of them. Um, I mean, they're they're cute, right? It was like a fashion icon in you know 2012. So <laughs> I have them because I was alive during that time and I was in high school. So I have a pair of. I'm sure somewhere. Smittens. Yeah, and they were nice, but they also kind of like they were nice. They were nice when I was walking around in the snow with my boyfriend at the time and I was holding hands with him, but I could like flippy flop the little top over the over both of our fingertips. So they were both warm. Couple smittens. Couple smittens. I hate that so much. Yeah, I know. Because next thing you guys are going to be in a couple snuggy. Uh-uh. And you guys are just basically going to be matching outfits. You're going to get joint uh, Facebook accounts. Like you're just going to do the whole Ugh. thing. Ugh. That's that's that path you're walking down right there. I just want you to know that. That's true. That's why I swerved <laughs> and I got off of that path. Disgusting. Dude, yeah, good call because that was a terrible idea. Ugh. Ugh. I can't believe I just admitted that. I'm going to kind of barf right now. I'm going to be honest with you. It made me very uncomfortable. You work long enough, and let's be honest, to survive in this world, you're going to work long enough. Yeah. AJ and McCall for the debate today. You're going to mess up at some point. Now, hopefully, just hopefully... It's nothing too bad where you have to have a spiral and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get fired. But it can happen. Sometimes that happens. Like, John, how did you mess up at work? I've been delivering um, fertilizer to the wrong state, wrong farmer, and that fertilizer cost about a million dollars for a whole tank. Where did you send it to? Where was it supposed to go? I went all the way up to uh, Montana, right between the uh, U.S. and Canadian border. I was supposed to go to Texas. Oh my gosh. Buddy, that is rough. I, I don't I don't I don't even have any words. Sympathy. Must have just got like the route messed up. I don't I don't even know. That, I'm yeah, sorry. Rough. Rough. Oh. <laughs> and if you don't want to admit yours, maybe maybe just maybe you this is you just confessing and nobody caught you quite yet. Uh-huh. Six eight two five five the number of text, start your text with VFX. I can tell you one for sure. Preston uh, High School knows this. I <gasps> have a uh <laughs> quite uh, strong feeling about uh, spice racks. Yes. Yes. I thought AJ was going to get fired over that one too. They are pains in the butt. Yep. That's not exactly what I said. Nope. But it happened. Yep. <laughs> Heather, how did you mess up at work? About a year ago, we were cycle counting one department in our store. And because I didn't know our operating system, I accidentally deleted all the inventory in our store. The next day, I got called into the GM's office wanting to know why my initials were on every zero count in our inventory. Two obvious questions, I think. One, do you still have a job? Two, how long did that take to fix? It was very fun. took about six hours to get it all back up, but we're good now. I hit my one year in January, and I haven't deleted anything since. Congratulations! Wow. It feel good. She's like, uh, oh, no. That's terrible. So I remember once I was working at uh, Famous Footwear while I was still working at the bank. I just decided that I needed a job to, you know, fund my shoe hobby. And so as I was working there, I remember the manager told me, stay on these girls. They're going to steal. And I said, okay, I'm going to stay on them. So I stayed on them the whole day, like the whole time that they were there. And they didn't have any cameras. It was totally weird the way that they had it all set up. But no cameras, no nothing. And so I followed them around and you keep a pretty close eye on them. And so people will like 
they'll they'll either like switch out their own shoes for the new shoes or they'll take them and put them in their bags, right? So as I was watching them, I was watching really closely. There were a couple more people that filtered in the store. So you have to like check up and make sure that everybody's there. And they ended up getting away with the shoes and they were like, thanks for all your help. We'll see you later. And they left. Well, I couldn't stop them and ask them to open their bags because it's against store policy. And so they have to get off of the property in order to stop them because of they could say, oh, no, I wasn't intention- intentionally trying to steal them. Because I wasn't. Because, you know, devil's like, advocate and whatever. Anyway, they got off of the property. They got in their car. They drove away. And I was certain I was getting fired because they stole a pair of, they were brand new uh, Nikes, I think. And I was really upset gross. about it because I didn't know what to do. I, uh, one of my first jobs in college, I worked at a clothing retail store. <laughs> and uh, I had to open, I, I got promoted early on because they had a store that they just didn't have anybody work at up uh-huh. at campus so I had to open it and close the store and I remember once I slept in and I thought crap 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 and I thought okay as long as no one's there because I'm the only one that does a store it's a tiny store I'll be fine walk in the front door boss standing right oh, there oh no hey buddy how's it going oh you know just a long morning uh sorry yeah don't let this happen again as he's going through checking yep. everything just decided to that's the day you needed to be there. And of course, that's the day I had to be 15 minutes late. That's always what happens. That's always what happens. Oh, man. I did. Uh, I should, I got the other end of that. Actually, one time I was late and I forgot to clock in because I was freaking out. And I, I think it was just about 10 minutes or so. And I, I I called over to the corporate office like, hey, I forgot to clock in this morning because I did. I realized like two hours after I had been there and they clocked me in like I got in there on time. And I'm like, Yes. Neither of those times did I get fired. I quit that job. I actually turned in my two weeks the week that my boss went on a one-week vacation. So oh, it tells crazy. you how that went. Yeah. That's probably my pettiest of pettiest moves. And it was early on in my working career. That was my only second job. Hmm. And the first job lasted three weeks. <laughs> so Nice. I, I just think of it as my first job. Nice. Hopefully nobody got in trouble. You can keep it a secret and share the stories you tell us VFX on all social media. But let's be, hopefully, hopefully you didn't screw up too bad. Right. Like Heather I did. That was, that was a little rough. <laughs> yeah. Actually, both both Heather and Jill, that was a little rough. But, uh, yeah, hopefully your boss has a good sense of humor about it. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Maybe. I hope so. I don't really know. Just distract him with stories from Florida. I'll be like, hey, at least yeah. I didn't do this. Oh, man. That's... It's an understatement. Remember, we're using these examples to deflect and distract our bosses from our own mistakes. Hopefully, they're good enough to do so. Let's yeah. get the Florida Not Headlines with AJ and McCall at VFX. Okay. I'm not proud of these ones. <laughs> Headline number one. Some guy skipped a job interview because he needed some money. <laughs> right off the bat, it's a work one. Uh-huh. Some guy skipped this job interview because he said he, quote, needed money, so he robbed a bank. But he got caught robbing a bank because he wore his mask wrong. Like, we are in the perfect time for you to get away with robbery, sir. It's just overwhelming amount of stupidity, and it's the first headline. I, I told you, I'm not proud of this. There's story one. Then we got story number two. Two guys, not the sharpest tool in the shed, decided to go hop, skip, and jump around the corner. To steal from a local convenience store. Okay. Whoopsie doopsie, left behind their wallet, also took off their masks to smoke inside of the convenience store. What is this, 1992? <laughs> hey, Bill, how are you? They knew each other. Oh, my God. 
So if there was any question, they left behind their ID too. I'm pretty sure it was Bill because I said hi, Bill. And he said hi, but hi. just in case, here's his driver's it's license. Exactly, it's Bill, right there. And then we got story number three. A wanted guy gave himself up because he just couldn't take quarantine life with his roommates anymore. He had a warrant out for his arrest, and he was like, "Please take me in." I mean, he's he is the most intelligent man based on the headlines. These first two are some of the stupidest people. Yep. yep. Wow. So there you go. Three crazy stories. Florida now with AJ and McCall on VFX, and I have no bones about making. It's not the dumbest Florida not because it's not all three. But I got to be honest with you, <laughs> Austin. This these first two may be in competition for the dumbest of all time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not good. Like We should listen to story three, I guess, for equality or whatever, but let's hear the three full stories. Okay. So we got story number one, which involves a guy who's 57. He decided he would skip out on a scheduled job interview so that he could have the day clear so he could go rob a local bank because he needed some money. You do the job. Yeah. You get money. But he needed money apparently like today. <laughs> Like he couldn't, he couldn't wait. You know, if you had to bake now, work the job later. Right. Right. Like if you had, I don't know, gone to the job interview and then felt it out and then made the decision to go and rob the bank, maybe that would be an option because then you at least had some form of alibi. (laughs) But here's the thing. The guy got caught because he was wearing his mask wrong. His face was like very visible because he didn't, he had it on his chin. So it's like, look, dude. Now is a time you could get away with robbery yes. because it is socially acceptable to wear a mask on your face yeah, and reports, cover your face. This report should be double masking it. Yeah. <laughs> so they decided, you know what, we're going to, we're, we're, we're going to look through the, the video surveillance footage and what do you know? There he was. He was quickly recognized by his parole officer. So there's story one. Stupid. Then we got story number two. Two guys, Robbie and Marcus. Dom. They went around to their uh, local convenience store that they are very familiar with. And when they walked in, they... Were they not wearing masks either? No. <laughs> Let's just assume not. At no. this point, probably not. I don't think they had any like get up on that was like, give me all of the things. <laughs> anyway, so they went in. They stole cigarettes. They stole lottery tickets. But while doing it, they were smoking cigarettes inside of the store, which, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Anyway, the cameras were watching, quote unquote. The best part is the person at the front desk recognized them because they come in pretty frequently and... Just in case they didn't recognize them, they left behind their wallets, their wallets with their IDs in them and a shoe and their tools. So like their fingerprints are all over the place. I don't really know what the idea was. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm sorry. I was so caught up in the stupidity. You said they left their shoes as well? A shoe. There was there was a shoe as well as their tools, whatever those tools were. I I don't know. Just wink on the way out. Just expect yeah, like him a, to be cool with it. Like a hammer, a screwdriver. I don't. Good I don't know. Gosh. I don't know. So oh. anyway, they got caught. Oh, even better. They left their hotel key back. So Cops they got to go. They they were like, okay, let themselves in. And be cool. like, hey, we're here to arrest you. Yep. Yep. So there's story two, and then we got more. story number three. Some guy wanted by the police decided to turn himself in earlier this week because he just couldn't. St- Day in 
lockdown with his roommates. <laughs> he was tired of them. He was Can't done. He said he needed, quote, peace and quiet. I hope he gets a decent roommate in jail then because he's going to get partnered up with someone Maybe. else, I would imagine. Imagine he like left. He's like, all right. Thank goodness anything's going to yep. be better. Then he gets a worse roommate because, you know, it is jail. Yep. <laughs> so, anyway, oh there you go. Three crazy stories. People are so stupid. Yes. Okay. What do you think? What do I think? Well, I'm still convinced it's one or two. Like, three could just whoop. So, the question becomes then, is it... Uh, <laughs> Is it the dudes that knew the guy and robbed the place and then left like pretty much every piece of evidence cops could ever want behind besides a blood sample? Or is it the first guy who robbed a bank, wore his, <laughs> wore his mask wrong and was, of course, arrested and now won't get a job interview and, you know, conveniently he robbed a bank because he needed money and he had a job interview. He was this close. I think you could go either one or two. I'm not sure. I'm kind of leaning one, I think. Let's go with just one. Okay, we're going to go with one, McCall, because, you know, when you have a job, if you don't get me wrong, I did get a first paycheck once that was seven bucks. That ain't, that ain't getting anybody anywhere, but he had a job interview. Is it story number one? No, it's not. That one happened in Ohio. <laughs> Turning into either England or Midwest or Florida or not. That's yep. what it is. Well, the remaining, the remaining stories, we've got one in the UK and one in, in Florida. So right on track. You're welcome. UK or Florida. Is it too much credit for this Florida not story? Uh, story number two, the guys that robbed the 7-Eleven and like left everything possible and knew the guy working there was an inside job? I guess if they hadn't gotten caught, maybe if it was an inside job, I don't think he would have turned him in. AJ McCall, PFX. Well, maybe he was like, "All right, I'll help you out," and then they like left all that stuff. He's like, right, "What do you want? What do you what want? Am me to do? What am I supposed to do? Supposed you to guys do? are dumb. You guys are idiots. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, what are you supposed to they say? They say it's an inside job, Alex, and it, <laughs> he gets arre- the guys get arrested. He come back to do it, dude. You're gonna help us out. What does he say? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's exactly what you say. Oops. Oh, Oops. It leave My a bad. shoes, driver's license, urine sample, anything possible, then maybe we we're going to have a conversation. Fingerprints on the tools, like everything. I'm, Good God. I can't believe how much they left behind in this story. <laughs> let us hear the full, let two remaining stories here. Make sure you didn't miss anything in story three, because I'm pretty sure it's two. But. All right. So we got story number two, two guys, Robbie and Marcus, clearly not the sharpest tools in the shed. They made it a cinch for cops to drag them down, left behind a couple of items at the local convenience store that they visit frequently, at least four times a week. That's majority of the days of the week, by the way. So now they're saying... My bad. We accidentally left behind our ID, our tools, our shoe, our fingerprints. We were smoking on camera. We didn't have our masks on because we had to smoke inside because it's 1992. And we recognized the guy. I'm pretty sure the guy was probably like, what up, Robbie and Marcus? How are you? And he's like, put your hands up, bro. We need lottery tickets. And somehow. And cigarettes. Alex, the cops caught these guys. Obviously. Dude, they didn't even get money. They just wanted scratchers and cigarettes. They're just idiots. Yeah. So they also left behind the, uh, I guess they were staying at a hotel. I don't know why, but they left behind their hotel key. So they got all of it. All of it. 
case you feel compelled to deliver us any more goods, yeah. don't tell the police. Here you go, man. What? The cops showed up at the hotel? What I are don't the really odds? know. What's going on? So there's story two. And then we got story number three. Some guy wanted by the police. I'm not really sure what for. We don't know why he was wanted. Direct quote. So, okay. Uh, but he would rather go to prison than spend more time with the people he was living with. So he he said, I just want some peace and quiet. Please take me to jail. <laughs> take me directly to prison. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. I'm done. I've been there. Alex, you ever had roommates that you just needed to get away from? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you there's it too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I don't know that I ever got to the point that jail, the prospect that of jail, was, was the better. option. I felt, I felt, I felt wow, that. that's great. That's, that. a, that's a great idea. So two and three. Yep. Story two and three are remaining. Alex, what are you feeling? Um, I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with number two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Your gut. I got gotcha. you. There's no way the guys that left literally everything and are possibly some of the dumbest criminals ever. That's gut feeling on that one. McCall, is it story number two? <gasps> oh my gosh, it is! <laughs> Congratulations. Pure gut feeling. Who would have guessed? Oh, <laughs> we got you hooked up with some Johnny O's button that's hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you. All right, thank you. You're welcome. You know what's funny is uh, I used to have a couple friends growing up that worked in the bank, and I used to joke with them all the time, like, oh, you work in a bank, that means you get a discount, right? So if I come in and want I want change for a 50, you got to give me 75 back. <laughs> but I would never go and rob somewhere that somebody I knew worked. It looks, it's like criminal etiquette 101. Yeah. It's criminal don't get cautery. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously. This stupid, and then leave. I it blows my mind. I am not cheering for the criminals. I swear to you, but it blows my mind. If if we were all like we just the first five people that showed up to the building, we're like we're gonna go rob a bank with the first five people that showed up at the building. None of us would get there and the like. Be like, all right, let me throw down my wallet. Let me lose a shoe. Here's yep. my room key. Yep. You would you would freak out. I would duct tape everything yeah, to my body or just leave it in the car. Yep. Like it makes no sense that people. Congratulations, Alex. He wins Florida not on VFX. Not to the same level of crime. I don't even want to call it a crime, but there is a conundrum at my apartment. We don't know what to do about, but someone smashed up part of our property and we're not sure how to go about it. Oh, good. I got home yesterday after trash day to find my girlfriend in a bit of a panic because she was unsure what to do because we may have been a victim of a crime. Uh Uh-oh. AJ and McCall on VFX now. Driven around yesterday in the southern part of the valley, you saw probably a bunch of trash cans sitting on the side of the street because it was our trash day. Mm-hmm. And it would seem to me that based on the fact that we all collectively agree, you set them out on the curbs and everybody does their best to avoid them. Yeah. For some reason, at my apartment complex yesterday, someone decided, nah, and ran one over, cracked it, wheel came Ugh. off, it is broken. Now... I don't expect us to catch the vagrant that did this. No. Those terrible people. That's that's a safe bet. The mystery in the house is what do we do? Because Ashley called the landlord and he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Do you call the city? Probably should call the city and yeah. see what they say. But someone ran over one of my trash cans. Yeah. Usually you just call the city and you have the conversation with them and say, hey, man, somebody ran over my trash can. But then I think you're responsible to pay for it. But I don't remember. Well, that's not I've- fair. We didn't run over the trash can. Well, what do I tell you? People suck. It's yeah. Just, that's just how it is. It's 2021. People are <laughs> sucking all over the place. To make it better, Ashley didn't know what to do, so she put a sign on the trash can that said, 
sorry, someone ran over this. We swear it wasn't us. And then because we, so I live in a triplex and we have my upstairs neighbors live on the same side and we don't, we could just kind of rotate trash cans. They're not marked. So it's just kind of whoever grabs which one. And so that they didn't think it actually wrote a note, stuck it on their door and said, sorry, one of the trash cans got ran over. It wasn't us. We're trying to call the landlord and figure out what to do. Just so everybody was aware of what happened. And the dumpster guys and our neighbors, none of them figured that we ran it over because we didn't. But somebody did, which is impressive because, like, we we put them all next to each other. So I want to know how they hit just one and what they were doing to hit just one. Hmm. Let's see. If you have a damaged garbage can, is this the right one? Logan, Utah. Okay, good. Sometimes when I search for Logan, Logan, like, garbage, it pulls up, like, Logan, Indiana or something. (laughs) So it says if you have a damaged garbage can... Logan City Environmental Department will repair your can for no charge. Oh, thank goodness. So that's who you got to call, though. <sighs> Logan City Environmental Department. Stop running over trash cans. Yeah. Look, if you hit something, here's... At least leave a note. Common theme. Please, at least leave a note. Say <laughs> something. Usually it's if you see something, say something. If you hit something, say something, yeah, okay? that's the AJ McCall policy. If you hit anything... You leave a note. I mean anything. You say something. You leave a note. You can't just disappear into the night. I backed into somebody's car at work. The car was already, like, wrecked. And I had to say, I'm sorry I hit your car. And they were like, well, I guess we got (laughs) to go through insurance. And I was like, okay. What are they going to do? Give you a Band-Aid? So much for friends, right? Yeah. That's what McCall got for that note. But it was probably the right thing to do. It is the right thing to do. I, I don't regret it. McCall would also tell you that parking was an issue in that scenario. Yeah. You can't park where it says don't park here. Oh, man. I'm still so mad about that. Possibly a motivation behind park marks. <laughs> Friday mm-hmm. means a conclusion. One of these two nominees on our social media will be dubbed the worst parking spot in Cash Valley. Let's see how they're doing. Let's get some last parting shots in, too, before voting closes. Two AJ and McCall on VFX. Friday means a conclusion at Park Narks. And then you get a little background, maybe just maybe a little, little fender bender. It's part of the motivation. Impossibly. But nominees this week, number one, taking up three parking spots without meaning to. And nominee number two, big car must park all spaces. All of these parking spots are terrible. This number one, number one, one. Number one, one. Number one, one. I am shocked at the... Um, What is the word I'm looking for? The excuses that are being given. <laughs> oh, okay, good. Because it's not necessarily. Yes, me too. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to say. Said that. I'm not going to say because for the most part, it's like, oh, it's great that you guys can see silver linings. I love that you guys can see silver linings, right? Uh, uh, uh. This this is an excuse I'll because re- I hate I'll, it. There's one that says, well, if they just he just ran in for a couple seconds as like a delivery driver or no, something, it's, it's fine. fine for no. nominee number one. No, it's not. No, it's not. I mean, it's still not great if he had just parked in the special needs spot and wasn't special needs and at least had straightened up. But this dude was like, whatever. <sighs> like he just, again, I, I like the joke. It just he got out wherever the car landed after it rolled out of idle's great because he yep. was just going to sprint in. But McCall and I still also can't decide. I feel like those front tires are at least slightly up on that sidewalk. Yeah, it's that's what it looks tell, like. But I feel like it is. So the, well, it's not that bad if it's just two seconds. No, no, that's not how no, this no, no, works. No, no, no. That, that, you can't do that anywhere else. Oh, drugs aren't bad as long as it's just two seconds. It's fine. Right. It doesn't work that way. No, it's just, it's bad, period. 
And then nominee Park, number two. Not like a jerk. Nominee number two, I'm glad to say, I feel like is not getting as many excuses. And normally the one when you take up so many parking spots in a parking lot, this SUV took up four. Mm-hmm. It's people are like, well, as long as the parking lot's empty, it's not that big a deal, which is also not the case. It's like saying, eh, if you don't, nobody sees you commit a crime, eh, you know, who, who knows? Did it really happen? Yeah. No, it's still terrible. But this parking lot is full. And this SUV's like, I need four spots. Yep. I think this is a member of your fear of door, di- door dinger brigade, McCall. Yep. Like, nobody's going to door ding me if I take up all four of these spots. I'm going <laughs> to give myself lots of space. That's a, that's a safe move. <laughs> it's terrible. Yes. Absolutely horrible. It's so bad. I swear, maybe the SUV in the background's moving, but I feel like it'd be blurry. But there's that red SUV in the background of, of nominee number two as well that I also feel is not parked correctly just based on the angle of the other cars. Yeah. I don't know, but... They're both bad. You sell us which one is the most annoying, and that is Cash Valley's worst parking spot this week. You vote on it. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. You want to get entered in? We have some more nominees sitting in our inbox. You should join them as well. You see bad parking? Safely take a picture. Send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. And uh, we'll crack jokes at it. We'll laud the narkers. We don't say this enough. Thank you, narkers. You're doing AJ and McCall's work by helping us publicly shame bad parkers in the valley. Yeah. So thank you for your help. Thank you so much. McCall, sometimes you get a craving. <laughs> Yesterday I got a craving for comfort food. Ashley and I had Chinese food. It made me feel better. Uh-huh. It happens. Uh-huh. Doesn't matter what's going on. You're going to go get that food. I would like to think there'd be a little bit of restraint if there was a blizzard and maybe life-threatening situation. Mm. But uh, apparently in St. Louis, that's not the case. No. You get a craving, you get a craving. We all have food we have weaknesses for. There's no denying that. Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, but one husband's gone viral from St. Louis because uh, he decided he loved his wife very much, and she really wanted some corn dogs. So in a blizzard, because that's in that like smack dab in that center of the part of the country where they're like negative degrees all the pl- all over the place. Right. He decided to walk in the blizzard to go get her some corn dogs. Aw, that's so nice. <laughs> very sweet of him. My question would be, what is the thing that you would get so, just be like, no, I got to have it. I got to have it that either you or you would send someone that would be willing to do so out to get that thing for you. What's the craving that you just caved to? You're like, no, I got to have it. I got to have it. Cheese wontons. <laughs> Usually I go with like ah. cheese wontons or uh, pot stickers. Usually, actually, actually, let me rephrase, combination of both. Give me both. Give me cheese wontons and things. pop stickers because they're at the same place. You're already there. That's true. You, you can grab a couple things. Totally. Two things. One, absolutely love that answer because yes, delicious. Two, I had those yesterday. Oh, you. Ashley and I decided we wanted comfort food. Chinese oh. food is what we got. Dude. Two orders of cheese wontons. Mm. They were amazing. I hate you so much right now. I'm going to be honest. I don't hate the answer of corn dogs either while we're on the subject. No, I like corn dogs. I, I don't know that... I don't know that I would get a hankering so much, but like, you know what? I need you to go through the ice blizzard to get me a corn dog, but Dude, cheese wonton, cheese Chinese wontons. food, just That's Chinese it. food as a whole. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sushi. Yeah, yeah. 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 I could feel it. You know, I am somebody who really also enjoys a good grilled cheese sandwich, but I've learned how to make those at my house, so I'm good. Um, I'm glad that you learned how to make those at your thanks. house. They're very complicated. Thanks. Thanks. No, like good grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Um, I also feel like <laughs> if I were to have somebody go out and go like, hey, I need you to go and pick up this because I'm craving it. Pizza rolls are also on that list. <laughs> okay. Very obscure taste here. Very complicated taste. I, I'm, I, I'm with you on cheese wontons. Pizza rolls and grilled cheese. 
I mean, on a cold day, don't get me wrong. I'm never going to turn down grilled cheese and tomato soup on a cold day. Oh, delicious. Do not mistake me for saying I don't want it. Yeah. Just say it like, brave a blizzard. I'm reminded of uh, Lady and the Tramp. You know, when they're standing there and she's pregnant. Grilled cheese and tomato soup? No, 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 no. When they're they're standing there and she's pregnant and he's like, okay, darling, is there anything I can get you? Like some summer squash. Okay, and he opens the door and it's like blizzard. And she, he's like summer squash. She's like, yeah. Oh, and some chop suey too. <laughs> That's what I'm reminded of. <laughs> and he goes chop suey. Oh. And the, the, for the record, I mean, I would probably try because you know it's not a big town. If Ashley was like, you know what, I really need X. Say just just snows all weekend. Yeah, I would I would probably give it a shot. I would probably give it a shot. It's fair. But the the closest I feel like compared to is still I think my brother's twenty first. It snowed twelve inches his birthday because January fifth his birthday, mm-hmm. and it was the twenty first. And they wanted to go out, and it's fine. It's the twenty first, and everybody's like, "Can we just wait till the next day?" Like when it stops snowing, because it was just snow pounding all day. Nobody was on the road. The city just shut down for basically that weekend mm-hmm. and him and his friends are like you know what we'll just walk the half a mile to the bars <laughs> killed it in 12 inches of snow yeah he's fine everybody turned out fine but i <laughs> you gotta go you gotta go i guess yeah we've been playing these games all week think fast the cameo price is right and all that how about this one aj and mccall refer to each other work spouses it's true mm-hmm. who's most likely to be blank uh-oh a fun game to see how well you know each other and how well, or I guess, what the other thinks of you, AJ McCall on VFX. Who's most likely to be blank? I've All got right. five different questions for you, and we both decide who we think the most likely to be based on that scenario is. Like, who's most likely to need to be rescued by the Coast Guard? AJ. Yeah, I would say so, too, mm-hmm. because one, I travel, but two, you know if McCall travels going to be with Dustin, and I just... Let's be honest. Their sense of wildlife survival and all that, I, I feel like they can figure out a way to sort out being lost. Most mostly Dustin's sense. I just kind of like exist and it's like, well, I guess if I'm if I'm dead, that's just I I don't have to worry about it anymore. Who's most likely to break a bone next? Me. Duh. Yeah, I mean if I do it, it's because something just freak happened. I'm just not doing anything and <laughs> I feel like putting my bone at risk. Mine's normally like something freak happened, but it's also kind I mean, of expected fair. it's true do you have any inadvertent plans where nobody should get hurt like you know going bowling having a just soft pillow fight <laughs> at some point soon that you may suffer a concussion from well this weekend i'm organizing my closet so there it is there it is there it is I, probably gonna fall in on you let's be honest i just make sure you got some good buttresses to keep that thing be terrible <laughs> i don't like it most <laughs> likely to get fired for something, saying something wrong on air. Who? Me. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know, of, AJ. I feel like uh, I feel like you're able to get away with more. I got to confess to saying something stupid on air yesterday. Stop so, it. I don't know. Uh, this one, I think we might just tie. It might just both go down. Like, no, nah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Knowing me, I'll just double down on what you said. You know. Yep. Yep. It'll spread like wildfire. Yep. Who's the most likely to be the next one to get COVID? Mm, not me. So I, I mean, if that's the case, <laughs> we're like, I am like a hybrid breed of human beings. Cordy recalls antibody testing, what, twice? Yeah. 
Thanks, I, antibody test. I've yet to show symptoms despite being around people. I was going to say, actually, I might step out of the AJ and McCall direct morning show, go to the app show. It's going to be Butters. Got to be. Because he took the antibody test in, what, December? Yep. And mm. didn't have enough of them. And at this yep. point, it he's just they kind didn't of- have any, yeah. He's just kind of thrown his hands up. He's like, whatever. <laughs> just yeah. kind of given up on it. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Who's most likely to be kidnapped or come up missing? Um, I'm going to say me. But I'm gonna probably know. Oh, I'm gonna probably know where I'm at. I'm probably gonna come up missing, but it's probably gonna be like, oh no, I'm missing. In the mountains, see ya. Oh, I, just think, oh, I mean that. Yeah, that's fair. I, I would agree with that. My uh, my argument was also that I just feel like McCall meets way more people, and you know, some, someone's just shady, and all of a sudden, kidnapped. That's I what I get for being nice. I yeah yes, but I assume <laughs> at some point they'd probably give you back. Like oh my gosh, she won't stop talking. Just go. It will pay you to take her back. She wants to talk <laughs> about our families. <laughs> she wants to know more about my life. She's like asking True. me questions about the True. moon. True. My personality and why I am the way that I am. I hate it. Take her away. She gave me this whole spiel about how Mercury being in retrograde is affecting me. I hated it. It's the most ridiculous thing. She's making me face my internal battles, and it's dumb. Uncomfortable in this position. I'm leaving. That's exactly how it would go. Yep. Most likely to be AJ McCall on VFX. One of my favorite things to do is whenever we get these, uh, we stumble across these lists of, like, dating tips, is ask McCall about them, because generally they don't go well. Oh, okay. I love when there's dating tips because then they get vetted by the AJ and McCall show. And I wouldn't say, I don't know what the right word is, to be honest, because yeah. it's not cynical. That's definitely not it. No. Strict, maybe. Strenuous. Yeah. Strenuous. Very strenuous guidelines to what works and what doesn't. So I'm curious if these ones pass the test. It was released according the head of relationship science at the dating app Hinge who has those really tacky commercials that has the app that looks like a pillow, and they're like, we hope you delete the app. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Whatever. They released their four dating tips to make you better at dating. Tip number one, don't worry if there's not a spark. Only 11% of people say they fell in love at first sight. So stop using that as a marker of romance or you could miss out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, if you have like some Pass underlying, like, yeah, I find this person interesting. I. <laughs> you gotta. The thing is, is that you gotta go into situations. You expect it in like a fairy tale romance, I mean, Hallmark movie. Like, if that's oh, the case, I'm sorry. I'm a New York executive, and I just tripped. And oh my gosh, you're so handsome. So hear me out. She owns a Christmas tree farm. Oh my gosh. But the guy, her neighbor, hates Christmas trees. Now, uh, I agree. If that's what you're expecting. Then it's obviously it's not going to happen, but I also don't feel like that's what a lot of people are expecting. I don't know, though. You think a lot of people expect to fall in love at first sight? No, not necessarily love at first sight, but like the spark that they're talking about. Like, I don't feel like it's a, it's like an instant chemistry type of a situation. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, well, this one would go along with another tip. Give everyone a second date. Okay, maybe not everyone, but first dates are weird. We're nervous. So give yeah. people more than one chance to help you find that diamond in the rough. Yeah. Here's the thing. If Dustin and I had not gone on a second date, if Dustin had not given me the opportunity to go on a second date, like, I don't think, I feel like I put off like a terrible first impression. 
Terrible. Okay. The entire first date that Dustin and I were together, I was like talking to my best friend, Lauren, who's the one that set us up, the entire mm-hmm. night. Like, I should not have received a second date from Dustin. And I am like so grateful that he was like, yeah, okay. I guess I'll give her another chance. I'm and not- then on the second date, I like told him my entire life story. And he was like, <laughs> okay, she's crazy. <laughs> like... So McCall's more of the stories. Maybe give people three dates. Like yeah, one, just, just three strikes. And out, like, okay? right, this three strikes. I've, I've tried this. I've really tried this. Sometimes you got to filter past the crazy. I think the key to that, too, I'm not against it. Ashley and I had a rough patch and misunderstanding to start. Yes. And then worked through it. And then, you know, here we are almost four years later. So I'm, I'm not against it. I think generally it's a good policy as a whole. I subscribe to the How I Met Your Mother policy where I think Ted at 27 decided to run through all the things he said he disliked. At a younger age to try it again. Yeah. Because your taste changes. Yeah. But I completely agree. Especially post-pandemic. Yeah. Everybody's going to need, I think, a chance or two. Because who knows how to talk to people anymore? Yeah. Hey, man. Sorry. I forgot my camera's off. Uh, Like, that's usually what people are dealing with, with Zoom and everything. This tip, I think, is just, this one is applicable to relationships everywhere. Okay. Set specific dating goals. Finding someone takes motivation. It can be helpful to set small, achievable goals. That way you won't get overwhelmed. So this one says like aiming for one date a week, even if it's just coffee after work. Okay. So that's like meeting people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think setting small dating goals in a relationship, also a good idea. When you said, said when you like, said hey, setting goals, I was like, I know, it sounds what are you weird. doing? You it sitting down weird. with them on the first date? Okay, so by the time that we yeah. hit six months, I expect to be married. Well, like, I thought that's how Utah did it. No, right, Utah, Utah's just like, hey. I met you today. You need to propose in two weeks. Yes, We're that's married it. two months from now, and that's we have it. a baby by the end, by Christmas. Yes, that's 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 what it is. Because I we, I said six months, so <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. a long time. No, Utah got that down. No, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no I, I agree. The phrasing is weird, but it makes sense. Yeah. It's goals to get out for yourself. Single people to get out and meet people. Yes, and it's I think it's good for relationships as a whole too. That's like Ashley. I were like, all right, let's just take a night and just do us things, and it was great. Yeah, and I'm so glad she suggested it because she's awesome. Yeah. Now, if you're keeping track at home. You may have noticed that was three tips, and you're correct because there are four. And I will get to the fourth one because I want to expand on it because I think this is very important because McCall and I both said we're on board with multiple chances. I said, in general, I'm on board with giving things that you hated as a kid or younger to Mm -hmm. another chance. But that is not acknowledging the fact that there are, in fact, automatic deal breakers. Yes. Tell you what the fourth tip is and expand on deal breakers. Mm, Great. Thus far, McCall... And I, but McCall has agreed with the dating tips from uh, the head of relationship science at Hinge for the debated date with AJ and McCall on VFX. The tip that's remaining has to do with your deal breakers. And it says, take a little, another look at your deal breakers. Height, for example, is it really a deal, deal breaker or just a preference? If you've got stuff that's in your dating profile, you're probably filtering out a lot of great people. So try to be more open-minded. Yeah, I get that with height. I mean, I have people who it's like... You gotta be over six foot two, and it's like, okay, stop it. Which and, 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 for why? It's very well worded. It's not a deal breaker. It's a preference. It is a preference. That being said, <laughs> I have a friend who told me this poor dude's never gonna find love. Could not continue seeing girl. Would you like to guess why? And I'll tell you this: it's not a good deal breaker. It's not a good reason to be a deal breaker. Her hair was a different color. No. Oh. Her laugh was annoying. Hmm. And I thought, okay. I, I can hear that. We've worked with some coworkers who have sure, I, yeah, yeah. loud laughs, yeah, yeah. recognizable laughs. Recognizable is better. And, and I think if you were to you know be the funny one in the relationship and you listen to some of those laughs all the time, it, it might grate on you occasionally. It might. Maybe. 
I'm not saying I justify his position. I'm just saying I could I could see no, no, no. it. Right. I, I, yeah, okay. So I looked it up just out okay. of curiosity to see if there's a dating stat on it. And Women's Health Magazine actually had one for women's opinions on men. Two in five women admit that men with obnoxious laughs turn them off. So it, deal breaker, maybe not. Something to consider. Eh. Sure. So I was going to ask, what is, what is your worst deal breaker, worst reason you end a relationship? Because I thought about this and I legitimately ended a relationship because the girl was too dumb. See, I feel like that's an okay one. I don't think that that's like, I don't think that's like a bad one. I was just, look, you'd be mad at me. I'll explain and you can call me out for sure. it or whatever. So I was down in New Mexico and I was dating this girl. Uh-huh. And just everything she said was wrong. It would be the dumbest stuff. Right. And I have a bad habit. Uh-huh. Especially a little bit younger, mid-20s at that point, okay. of correcting it. And she would get mad and say no. And then this this is what gets me. And in yeah. this political climate, it's gotten a whole lot worse. She would sure. say, well, no, that's my opinion. No. If it's factually incorrect, it's factually incorrect. Period. Right. And the Daniel Tosh saying comes to mind where he said, I used to have this girlfriend that got mad that I corrected her all the time. She said, well, I hate that you correct me all the time. And he said, imagine how I feel dating someone so stupid. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't do it. Uh, I just could not tolerate it. And for whatever reason, my sarcastic cynicism would kick in. And every time I'd be like, well, actually, no, it's this. Couldn't do it. She's too dumb. I couldn't do it. I was mentally unstimulated. And I just was like, look, we can't do this anymore. I'm, I can't. You're, you're going you're gonna to drive me up a wall. I can't do it. You're, I hate being driven up I a didn't wall. And that's they tell her to her face. She's too dumb. But that's the reasoning. Yeah. I don't, I don't feel like that would have uh, played out very well. I don't feel like. She moved to Kansas, had a kid. and She's fine. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, I mean, she moved to Kansas. So it just kind of validates what I said. Right. That's a stupid state to move it to. It is. Yeah. It's not great. There's not really great things that are there. Um, I feel like. Mouth like noises, <laughs> loud, loud mouth noises like when you're chewing. I hate that. It's disgusting. Close your mouth. How old are you? Let if I have to this. hear, let me ask you this. Obviously, I'm going to lose my marbles. <laughs> I will literally punch you in the face. I'm going to be honest. So McCall said that me breaking up with someone because they were dumb is valid. I'm going to tell you right now, completely on board. Oh, punch them in my, the face. Go ahead. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Like if I am if I am sitting in a room with somebody that is eating too loud, it's like I can physically feel my body hovering over the chair because I get so angry. I'm like, can you can you stop being two years old? I remember one time we went out to lunch. It was me and McCall, producer Butters, and and I was sitting with my back to the rest of the the restaurant, and McCall, producer Butters, were watching this girl who was eating chips and salsa in the weirdest, most loudest way possible. Oh my gosh, I forgot. And they're like, you can't look. And I'm like, and so I'm trying to do that. And AJ's that weird... like, woo. <laughs> he like flips his whole body say. around. Dude, you can't Caitlin's... say something like that. And I know be like, I, huh? I have, <laughs> we're like, hey, be, be, be very secretive about it. You got to turn around and see. <laughs> like, I am all about people learning new skills. And apparently when you're 22 years old, you got to learn how to eat chips and salsa better because putting the entire chip in your mouth and then going, <laughs> I, 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 not it, sis. Can I have some chips and queso? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. He eats the chips weird. <laughs> Don't eat okay, chips so, wrong. So there you go. The, the, That's the, a deal breaker. Maybe not the worst, the worst, but pretty down there. I have broken up with someone because they're stupid and McCall will punch you in the face if you <laughs> are unable to chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> The dating deal breakers for the debate today. Uh, speaking of relationships, McCall, I found another statistic while I was looking this stuff up that uh-huh. you are more than qualified to answer. Oh, awesome. Who gets more action? 
the family dog, or the significant other? The answer will surprise you. AJ McCall at VFX talking about relationships. The majority of people kiss either their dog or significant other more. The answer would be dog. I McCall. And? I don't know dogs. I just want clarification. Well, I have three dogs. So and? that's thrice as many kisses. Thrice. <laughs> All right. Okay. Sheer numbers alone. It's just gonna just gonna stack up there. I feel like if I were to kiss Dustin as much as I kiss my dogs, he would probably be like hiding away from me because he's like, Stop! Leave me alone. <laughs> Here's three other statistics I need your opinion on. Okay. Seventy two percent of people say they would put themselves in danger to save their doggo. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. Hundred percent. Here's a sad story. You ready for a sad story? No, I don't want a sad story. Seventeen year old in Oklahoma. Went out to go and try and save her dog because her dog had fallen into a pond. It was frozen over. She went out there to go save her dog. Fell through two inches of ice and drowned. Her dog was okay, by the way. By the time somebody came in and got her out and went to go get the dog and stuff, the dog was still swimming. But people put themselves in danger because they love their freaking dogs. Thanks for the sad story, Ah, you're welcome. 61% of people like their dog more than some people they know. What? How is that only 61%? That seems very low. That is a very low statistic. (laughs) There are a lot of people that are lying in that study. I think so, too. 47% of people have canceled plans to stay with their dog. That is a higher number than I actually expected. Oh, really? Yeah. Kid, come in. My dad dad looks sad. My dog looks sad. Um. We've gone home early from things to go like spend time with our dogs. Didn't you have one of those that meme about the that goes around about the dog faking a cough and then they took it yeah. to the vet? Didn't mm-hmm. one of your dogs have something that turned out No. I thought Sis had something once upon a time. It turned out to be more exaggerated. Oh gosh. Everything she does is more <laughs> exaggerated. Dustin, okay, get this. Last night, we're laying in bed. Sis does not have boundaries. She is like sprawled. <laughs> As sprawled gets, she is kicking her feet into Dustin's back, as she does literally every single night. Dustin usually wakes up hanging off the side of the bed because sis is like, nope, my bed thinks humans. <laughs> so Dustin moves her foot last night. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. <laughs> and so then we're like worried that she's like hurting or something. And then she just lays there and goes... She's mad. She's mad that we moved her. Yep. A little sassy. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Yogi does that, too, though. Yogi gets scared. He's our border collie lab. because he always protects in the house. Yeah. It's like if somebody else does something they weren't supposed to do while we were gone, like they, I don't know, get a fork off of the counter or something because they've done that before. But it, it's something little, small, not very dramatic. Right. Yogi mopes <laughs> for the first, like, 30 minutes that we're home. Tail under, ears down, worried, cautious. <laughs> he doesn't stepping. want to get in trouble. Guys, they're so scared. I couldn't control sis. She's kind of crazy. I'm so sorry. That's what he does. He acts like he's just like so nervous. So yes, when it comes to people wanting to, you know, spend more time with their dogs or, uh, you know, make sure that their dogs are okay. Yes. <laughs> dogs get more kisses significant others. Proven fact. Yep. I Stats, stumbled bro. across a great idea. Okay. Now, I know you love to Marie Kondo, and I bet you're just itching for spring cleaning. <laughs> Before you get there, though, 
an idea to help you clean out your house, but maybe get you some cool stuff in return. Oh. I'm sure, McCall, you are just itching for an excuse to reorganize, clean, get your Marie Kondo on, whatever it is. I think it's hilarious that you said that because I literally sent a text message to Dustin like, I don't know, maybe an hour ago. And I was like, hey, just so you know, I'm basically going to be like deleting all of my clothes out of the basement because all of the stuff that I have down there does not bring me joy. It does not spark any sort of creativity and it's not elevating me to the next playing field. So I'm getting rid of all of it. And he was like, that'll be nice because it's a mess. It's such a mess. AJ McCall on VFX. I am not going to poo poo that idea this time. That's great. Thank you. I have a different, well, a alternative idea, a prequel. Okay. I stumbled across something called spring trading. Oh, okay. So what you do is stuff you want to get rid of, you're just going to throw out. Mm -hmm. You instead list. And then if someone wants it, you come up with a trade. You were going to throw it out anyway. They're probably going to throw it out and you swap. So ideally, you clean out stuff that you didn't want anyway and maybe actually get something you do want. Yeah, but maybe you just end up with a bunch of crap. Well, you don't have to take the trade. No one's tying your hands. Push comes to shove, McCall. You could also just give it to them, I would say. They're like, hey, I'll trade you this. You're like, you know what? I don't want that, but I don't want this, so take it. <laughs> See, I mean, it's your stuff, McCall. This, this, is a, this is a great concept. I feel like there's a butt coming. However, <laughs> I am terrible at, like, trading stuff. Like, I'm, I'm terrible at it. What kind of energy do I have to exert? No. Garbage. Way easier. Like I do. Like I am I I am I am terrible about the the the, the nitty gritty of things. Like, hey, McCall, I need you to list this on the Facebook classifieds or wherever, right? And I'm like, all right. And then I never do it. Like that's literally all that's standing in between me and getting rid of this like stuff. No, because I was do thinking it. we I could do it, it on Mm-mm. VFX because I got a guitar to get rid of that Ashley hasn't wanted forever. Are you kidding me? You have a freaking guitar? Why didn't you say, hey, McCall, I have a guitar? Because if you said, hey, McCall, I had a guitar, I would take it. Okay, two things. One, I brought this idea and I literally just said, I think we should do it on VFX. And then I said, we have a guitar we've been meaning to get rid of. So <laughs> you can trade for the guitar. That's the whole point of this game. And okay. you just whined about how I can't put in the effort to get through with it. How hard was it to say, yeah, all right, I'll take the guitar. All right. It's just that easy. I think we should try this. I think, I think this be a is good a good idea. idea. Yeah. Helps everybody clean out their crap and yeah. maybe go somewhere where it's actually going to get used. So you feel good inside. That's a good idea. And maybe you get some cool stuff too. Yeah. But I think this would be fun. I was pretty much, I'm going to be honest, no matter what McCall said, I was going to push for this to happen. But now there's a guitar, like that's the incentive to do it. But I think we should do this on Monday. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That gives me incentive to actually clean out my freaking trash from my house. I thought about this. Thank you. I thought about it. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for the motivation, because otherwise I wouldn't have had it. Spring trading. It's coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. To Utah's VFX. Yeah. Just trying to do our part, AJ and McCall, on VFX to clean up parking in the valley. You know, just after going through a political season, and we've all experienced it, you get all those promises, and we want to live up to our end, and I think we've seen the improvement. We already heard the story from McCall herself. Earlier this week about how she gave someone the benefit of doubt because they parked terribly. She had the intuition. No, he'll fix it. And he did. It's because of the shame and the pressure of park narcs. Our nominees one last time. Nominee number one, taking up three parking spots without meaning to an SUV that's got its right set of tires 
in a special needs spot. It's left side of tires and the little rectangle between them, you know, so the vans can open their doors, drop the ramps, all that. Crowding, another special needs spot to that side. And I'm frankly pretty positive the two front tires are up on the sidewalk. Basically, every possible decision that could be made wrong was absolutely made wrong. And then nominee number two, big car must park all spaces. Big SUV decided, yeah, the parking lot's pretty full, as you could see in the nominee's picture. And everyone's parked correctly in that line, it looks like, though there's a red SUV in the background that may not have any clue what it's doing. And this SUV decided, four spots. It's fine. It's busy. I need the space. I'm more important as an SUV. Please, please give me space to stretch my arms. Now, the last few parking nar- park narcs, in fact, really since uh, we have started the new year, it's been pretty lopsided. This one, the closest race to date, but the winner is narker number one. Taking up three spots without meaning to. Congratulations to our narker. Chris is going to win that Johnny O. Spudnuts gift card. Continue to submit your park narc nominees. With the snow, there's definitely some more excuses because it's hard to see the lines, but you see him safely, take a picture, send it to our social media, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're there. Send him in. You could be playing for that Johnny O'Spudnuts gift card Monday when we have two more parking spots. Go head-to-head competing for the worst parking spot in Cash Valley. VFX's Facebook roulette. Your chance to end up on the VFX Facebook page. And let's be honest, it's Perks for being friends with AJ Knight and McCall Taylor. Find us at us on Facebook. I landed my friend Megan Kirby. She shared on one of my favorite Facebook page, Memotep's Mummy Memes. If you love the mummy, they're great, by the way. And if you've seen the first mummy of, uh, no spoilers, but uh, the mummy has to suck away the nutrients from the people that open up the uh, the box Dude's been completely drained. It says, how old I feel when a teenager calls me ma'am or sir. I know it's out of respect. I do it to everyone else. Just a reflex. But man, does it make me feel old. And normally I'm the one arguing that it shouldn't because I use ma'am and sir all the time. But yeah, I feel it right there. It hurts. (laughs) Find us, the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor across all social media, just like Utah's VFX across all social media. Get entered in for those Serenoni blanket giveaways. Be ready for Monday. Follow us again, Utah's VFX, because I convinced McCall that spring trading is what we need to do. You want to get ready for spring cleaning, and I'm all for that, but spring trading maybe allows you to take the junk you don't want and trade it for some junk you do, and I think we're going to see how that works on the Facebook page. I'm looking forward to it. Again, follow us, Utah's VFX. Check out utahsvfx.com, or you can stream us online. Find the links to all the socials, the app, all the music news, and, of course, search for AJ and McCall anywhere podcasts are. Be wary of the weather. I don't think it's really anything different, though. It was admitted over 70% of people say they're afraid of snow, which is crazy to me because I feel like most people drive like they have reckless abandon. It's either way too slow or way too fast. There's very few people I feel like know where the middle ground is. But be wary of the weather. Stay safe. Stay warm. And until Monday for the AJ McCall Show, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.